0: The Just Saying podcast is proud to have Our Riveter as our sponsor. Our Riveter doesn't hire military spouses to make handbags. They make handbags to hire military spouses. To shop these bags on a mission, please visit OurRiveter.com. Use code BRIEF at checkout for 15% off all signature collection items. Welcome to the podcast Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. In this week's episode, we are going to talk about one thing versus many things to think, say, and do. That's the point. One thing. If you're new to the podcast, I'm really happy that you're here. We are in our sixth season, so this is episode 248, which I'm really excited because that's a lot of episodes. And if you're new to the podcast, I'm really excited that you're here. The point of the podcast is to help you become an intentional communicator. What I mean is a clear thinker and a concise communicator. And that's not easy because there's a lot of things competing for our attention, and there's a lot of things competing for everybody's attention, yet we have to talk to them. And how do we cut through the clutter? And that clutter is getting thicker and thicker by the day. Okay, so many different, so many things, so many things, so many distractions. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less, and also a book called Noise, Living and Leading, Nobody Can Focus. And I've created two programs based on those two books. Uh, The book Brief has created a brief coursework. um, The Brief Lab is a series of courses, Brief 101, 102, on verbal and written communication, which has been very well received both for corporations and, and government clients of ours helping them create an a, an elite standard of how to communicate in some very very complex challenging environments recently i developed a program called quiet works as a companion to brief and quiet works is all about the essential value of silence in the workplace where can we think and how can we think and how can we create a time and a place for quiet to carefully consider the things and that's what this podcast is about is about becoming an intentional communicator clear thinker concise communicator and the correlation between today's episode is at the heart of that and it's the heart of that now there's a bunch of tools and i think one of the things that we've done well as a company is developing very simple practical tools to help you communicate and if you're new to the game here one of the big ideas if not the big idea in the book brief is a brief map a brief map is a very powerful visual outline it's a worksheet that helps you organize the things that you're going to say in, the, in an optimal order. So you're mapping out a sequence or an order of the things that you need to say. When you're developing or presenting a plan, or you're running a meeting, or you're gonna develop an email, or you're pitching an idea, or you're gonna have a conversation with your client or a boss, that you can map that out. And that's a very powerful tool. Um, in QuietWorks, this new companion program One of the tools that I've developed is a daily planner. And this episode was inspired by that tool. And and I use this tool. And one of the hardest things to define in this tool is the one thing necessary I need to do today. And let me just tell you what, what I'm talking about. Now, in this daily planner, what I've done is I create a category of, of um, like, the most important thing for me to do today based on a role. So generally speaking, people have, you know, four to six roles in life. So you're, you're a spouse, or you're a friend, or you're a co-worker, or you're a boss, or you're a volunteer. and You have a different roles. Different, think of them like hats. I wear different hats. Well, in each hat that I'm wearing today, there's the most important thing I need to do. For me, that's very hard to define, but it's critical. And It's critical to focus because there's a correlation, and this is what we're going to talk about today. If I don't do that well, the risk and the underlying risk of this whole thing is being scattered all over the place. And I want you to think about this for a second. If you're in a leadership position or you're in a team or whatever your role might be, is what is the risk if you're scattered? You're all over the place. Well, if I'm scattered, I make other people scattered. If I'm not clear, it makes things confusing, and I don't know, people don't know what to do. And it takes a lot more time for people to figure out what I'm trying to say, so that they can figure out what they need to do. And that's, that's sort of at the crux of the problem, where if you kind of dig a little deeper, where does that problem come from? Why are, people, why are leaders scattered? Why are they all over the place? You would think that an accomplished person who has done a lot of training and a lot of development and of years of experience, would be really singular in their focus and not scattered. Well, the problem is, with noise, is if you're consuming it all day, it makes you scattered. It, your, your brain is scattered. It's, there's a m- many things. And what we're going to talk about today is one versus many things to think, things to say, and things to do. Is it one thing to do, or is it many things to do? Is it one thing to think about or many things to think about? Well, we have many things to think about. Well, how do you manage that without getting overwhelmed? And it's very overwhelming. We live in a noisy world. So when you go back and you look at the book Noise, there's some very specific strategies to help lower the noise, to defend against this. And my line is, if you're not managing the noise, guess what, it's managing you. So there's very defensive mechanisms, some strategies to put in place. The biggest one is quiet. Using quiet to give yourself a time and a place to think about things. So let me just lay out what I'm talking about and how you can approach this. And I want you to think about the, the sort of three phases here, correlations between your thinking, your speaking or your communicating, and then doing. So think, say, do. Okay. Now, the quality of one affects the next one. Right? So if my thinking, I don't have enough time to think, I have many things I'm thinking about, and I'm thinking about them all at the same time, and they become jumbled. Okay, so I can't catalog them, I can't prioritize them, I can't decide I'm not gonna think about this, I'm going to think about that, and I end up trying to think about everything at the same time. This is one of the problems is if you start your day and you grab your phone and you let your phone dictate what you're thinking. It's a bad idea. Don't do that. Okay, so you wake up in the morning. First thing is, if you're like me, I'm a coffee drinker, uh, make yourself a cup of coffee and set an appointment for quiet. The first thing you should do every day is just make a cup of coffee, and I would suggest sitting down the first appointment of your day with yourself is quiet, whether that's 10 minutes or 20 minutes or a half hour or whatever it might be, five, something is better than nothing. But don't grab your phone because immediately the many things in that phone will dictate what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about my bank balance. I'm thinking about the text message. I'm thinking about the alerts. I'm thinking about the meeting invitations. So my brain is I'm just, just jumping from thing to thing, many, 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 many things, and I can't settle down. So the thinking one thing at a time. And I want you to think about just maybe for point of a contrast is I've been talking a lot recently about less or more. Is it fewer things or more things? Is it a uni- unity, like everything makes sense, or is it division, everything's sort of divided? Is it clarity or confusion? What I'm getting at right now is a process to get you to focus on one thing. And here's my fear. There's only one thing necessary and I haven't chosen it, but I've let the noise, the many things, win. That's my fear. If I have a role and I sit down in my quiet and I'm trying to finish this question, this is what the question in my daily planner, this Quiet Works daily planner, which you can, if you go into um, thequietworkplace.com, you know, the we've got a store there and we sell um, tools and items to help you manage the noise and in, 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 Make quiet part of your day. In this daily planner, there's question. The question is, is in my role as blank, the most important thing for me to do today is blank. Okay, so I'll use my uh, myself as an example right now. It's like today, in my role as the author of these books, the most important thing for me to do today is this podcast. It's the most important thing I'm doing today in that role. I have a lot of other things I'm doing, but this is the most important thing. Now, maybe not a surprise to you, it's very difficult for me to just, on a day-to-day basis, get that right easily. I have to think about it. What is the most important thing? What is the one thing I need to be thinking about right now? Is it a meeting that I'm going to be running? Imagine if I don't think about it. What's the risk? Well, there's too many topics and we're all over the place in the meeting. Okay, so you think, okay, what? I haven't thought about it, so that's the, that's the risk going to be. What about a plan? I haven't really thought about that plan well enough. Well, the plan comes across as complicated or confusing or hard to implement. Well, we're not going to endorse it. Well, what about an email? I haven't thought about this email I'm going to write to this, this person um, at all, really. I just started writing it and they get it and they think that, um, you know what, I, I can't even respond to this thing because it's just it's a hot mess. Or maybe it's a, a conversation I have with my boss that I really haven't dedicated enough time to thinking about before I had it. And then I show up and I'm kind of all over the place. So the first thing I want you to be thinking about is using quiet to get your head right about the one thing that I need to be thinking, approaching. And I'm gonna use those four examples. For the remainder of the podcast developing a plan or presenting a plan running a meeting sending an email or having a conversation with an important person right so the first thing I want to do is what is when I'm thinking what's the most important thing that I need to be thinking about in relation to that to that to that plan okay and the tools that we have at the brief lab are like okay I'm gonna grab a brief map and I'm gonna be okay what is my headline what is my main idea in this quiet time that I've thought and preparing for what I'm gonna say presenting this plan? What's, what's the most important thing? The one single thing that's the most important thing that I need to say as I approach presenting this plan? Or what is the core objective of the meeting? If I don't know what the core objective is. We're gonna talk about many things, but we don't have, there's nothing unifying at all. Or if I'm gonna send an email, I prefer emails to be about a single thing. I get emails where it's seven things, seven different things. They're all bundled in, in one email. Um, I'm having a conversation with my boss. What, what do I want him or her to be focused on? Okay, so if I spend that time thinking and preparing, I can get to the main idea. Now, here's the fun part. Once we've done that, Now it comes time to opening our mouth or writing something. Now it becomes much easier to be very decisive about the bottom line up front. My headline, my main point of this plan is to do what? I'm running this meeting. I now am very clear that the intent of this meeting, and I've got a meeting later this morning, and if I prepare it well, It's easier for the people on the call not to be all over the place and not to be scattered. So my preparation, the quality of my thinking, now affects the quality of my speaking. Okay, so I want you to start to see the correlation between that. They now understand the main idea that I needed to convey easily, quickly. And here's the last part. So it's thinking, then saying or writing, and then doing. What is their call to action? What do I want them to do? Okay. Now, if I'm running a meeting, what do I want them to do is I want them to choose one course of action for the next 30 days. If I'm developing and presenting a plan, maybe what I want them to do is to, to give me feedback on the viability of the plan. So what I'm looking for is the single thing is for them to do is to give me feedback. If I'm writing an email, the call to action is to respond with the word yes or no. I want a response. If I'm talking to my boss, maybe what I want is to get clarity and guidance on how to readjust some conflicting deadlines. Now you go back and rewind the tape. I've thought about it. All the many things, but what's the one thing that I want to be communicating or conveying? Okay, then I say it and there's clarity of intention. Now I'm saying it and it's clear to know what they're supposed to do, what I'm supposed to do. So that is what really intentional leaders do. Think about a great leader. A great leader has the ability to lead people and they don't scatter people, they unify and they direct and they guide. All right, and this all starts with thinking. Giving yourself quiet time to think, use that time to prepare, then you say something, and then somebody does something. It's, it looks simple, but this is how it goes. So for yourself, when it comes to choosing from a long laundry list of many things to think and many things to do and many things to say, it's harder but much better to stick with just one thing to say.